I can have a handful of people listening to me and reaching out to me from Utah. And that's not as weird as potentially someone that uh, you know, uh, that, that I know through you who has a relative who might listen. Yeah. That's more weird to me. I think it's, um, I think how that. Hey everybody. Episode 154. I think the numbers could be wrong, but what are we doing? Three being cool podcasts and four concise. Not really night riders and boogum boys unite and witness us. I'm Patrick. I'm a guy on the show. I'm Tristan. I'm also on this show. Uh, there's another guy named Nick. He's on his way to the show. Uh, but to, to get what you were saying, Tristan, I think some of it is, um, I think uh, some of Emily's brother's friends follow me on Instagram for whatever reason. And I post about the show there. And I think some of them may have found it and been like, hey, did you know he does this thing? Because Emily doesn't talk about it with anybody. And I'm sure as fuck not being like, do you guys want more of this? Like, I'm not going to fucking do that. So if they stumble upon it, <clears throat> welcome aboard. Thanks for the download. <laughs> Leave a five-star rating and review because I'm trying to make this thing happen so I don't have to work anymore. Not that I know how that would how this makes money. We do such a good job of advertising it and monetizing it. Dude. We let, could. Me grab, let me grab a box real quick. You get that box. I'll just ramble. Box. Get that box, boy. Uh, like I said a second ago, Nick will be here in a few. Yeah, we're recording on a Friday afternoon so that I can get this up this weekend. And uh, Nick, I think, is either coming back from work or finishing up work in his office so that he can hop on here and shoot the shit with us. But for now, you got your favorite duo, Patty D and T Dog. Hey, man, can I say something that I think you'll be upset about, but I just need to get it off my chest? Will you hear my fan? No, 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 that's not it. Man, my light went out. Let me fix it. Look at all the glare coming off this dome of mine. Um, no, this is a uh, observation that I made, uh, on my trip. For those of you playing catch up, I was out last week, which is why there wasn't a show. Cause I was on my route 66 trip. Um, Hey, Tristan, uh, this <laughs> might be insensitive, but I'm going to say it. You're walking away again. I'm listening. Okay. Uh, but I want to see your face when I say this. There we go. Um, they should have let Timothy McVeigh keep going. <laughs> okay, you want to qualify that? I somehow? spent two days in Oklahoma. All right, they should have let him go. They should have like let him work his way east and stop at the is state this line. Like a, an Oklahoma shitty bombing type dude, thing, dude. Oklahoma fucking sucks. I consider myself a well-traveled person, especially after this trip. Mm -hmm. uh, but I can say with um, no hyperbole, now that, I can, now that I have another thing to base it off of, I finally found a, ser a, a place that I, don't, that I dislike more than Florida, and it's Oklahoma. Oklahoma, I want to go home. More like Nope-lahoma. Like that too. Yeah. Emily was asking me. She didn't ask me at all during this trip. Are you having fun? She never asked me one time. That's um, a safe bet. 
And I think that's because the first two days when we were walking in Oklahoma, I was like, saying it. this better not be a week of this. This better not be a week of this. Me you know, walking around a, the ugly, a, the gross looking towns filled with, I don't mind saying this, true gremlins of human beings. True, just you look at them and you go, you, how did you get out of the hole? And why aren't you going back in? You're scaring everybody. Well, just like she didn't ask if you were having fun, you probably could have done without saying that because you know that's an empty threat at that point. You're already there. She's yeah, already gone. I did have enough money for a bus ticket. <laughs> I carried that with me in cash in case there was in case there was a blowout. And I told her that she didn't like that, but I said, "No, I'm taking it just in case." Just in case I need to get on a. You didn't a buy bus. it. You just had the money on you. Yeah, I ended up spending it on cool shit though. In not Oklahoma. No, God, no, no. You didn't no. give them your money. Ah, uh, take that back. I got like a Bigfoot shirt in Oklahoma. Man, I don't. I don't want to talk about the trip too much because it's just like, it's just a lot of like, we were just on the road for a week and it didn't suck. Yeah, I thought that it would. I really did. I thought that it was gonna fucking blow goats. It didn't. I saw some cool shit. Um, Tristan, did you, when you think of the Grand Canyon, do you, how do you, what do you think the landscape around it looks like? Small, unimpressive. But, but getting there, what do you think the landscape looks like getting to the Grand Canyon? Uh, mountainous. What, like, right. what? you no. mean, just you're wrong. Like, just right there, you're wrong. Okay. You drive through the woods. Really? Yeah, the Grand Canyon is in the woods. Never would have thought it. No, it was just mostly <laughs> at first making a joke about what you'd already said. That some lady was surprised at what she found. <laughs> that it was <laughs> that it was in fact big. Man. I know that like we've already re- we already talked about this like in the group chat and I kind of wish we had saved it but man I had to talk to you guys about that as soon as it happened. Uh Emily and I were walking around the Grand Canyon and we went to some some of the more remote places where you could view it when you're traveling. You go through like the woods and everything and, like some little side roads to look at other vantage points of the Grand Canyon. And at one of those Emily and I were walking around the trail and behind Emily she hears a lady go, "How did this happen?" Man, Rico's just—he's got a new—he's got a new place, but he's the same old dirty, dirty dog. Yeah, I just—I had to point my camera because that's why he's barking and huffing and scratching. He's just—he's all worked up. I love it. Yeah, man. Some lady sees the Grand Canyon. He goes, "How did this happen?" <laughs> did anybody explain it to her? Did a no, tour man. guide? No, Emily and I just started laughing because we were just like, what a fucking ridiculous thing to say out loud. How did this happen? Although that's a good question. Um, is there a tour guide? Because I feel like that would be totally unnecessary. We um, we didn't do any of the tours for most of the spots we went to. We just drove. You can just drive into everything we went and saw. You, you just, just drive, drive into the it. Grand Canyon. You, you seriously, you drive into the woods and then like after about 45 minutes of driving around the woods, the Grand Canyon's there. But I mean, like, what's the point of a tour guide? Because it's like, 
There it is. It goes from year um, to year. Well, no, they do like tours that go like down into it and shit like that. And they have oh, tours okay. that start like in other parts of the park where like you get on a boat and you go down there and shit. We didn't do anything like that. A boat. Nick's here, everybody. A goddamn boat. A Grand Canyon boat. Shit, sounds grand. Yeah, it was. It was a good time, man. A good time. Saw a lot of cool shit. Painted deserts, fucking nuts. Looks like Star Wars. Um, but still, the highlight of the trip for me was leaving Oklahoma. Not a fan, eh? No, it fucking sucks. It's the Hopkins. Oklahoma. Nut. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, total dog shit of a state. If you live there, move. Um, nothing out there. And all the cool wind farms, you can just wait 20 miles and see those in Texas. To so, be fair, I'm sure that there are a good amount of people who are more or less stuck there. So, Yeah, know. because it's a magnet for ugly. And if you're ugly, you're stuck in Oklahoma. Wow. Uh, I was referring to uh, personal knowledge of how it really sucks uh, to get the time and resources to be able to leave the state, whatever state you're in. Oh, the there are no resources in Oklahoma, just ugly, ugly people. So maybe a little bit more sympathetic that some people can't just leave Oklahoma. They shouldn't be allowed to leave. There should be a fence. And if you're there, you got to stay there forever because you don't deserve anything better. Maybe because they're broke, Oklahoma. Yeah, broke, Oklahoma should have been bombed entirely, Oklahoma. Thank you for, you know, <laughs> steamrolling past <laughs> my joke. For your much better joke, <laughs> it was really good. Did I tell you about the uh, the the guy hawking loogies in the Target we went to? Yes. Well, you sent us a poem. Oh yeah, I sent you that poem I wrote. Um, we uh, we went to a Target that was somehow looked like it was in the basement of another less successful department store. And there was a dude in there who was just walking around hawking loogies into a milk jug. Just a and customer. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. A customer. Okay. And he was just like hawking loogies in a milk Good jug. Good for him. <laughs> he had a face tattoo. He was like maybe looked maybe 15 years old. Dude, it was it was crazy. I mean, milk can make you flimmy. So. Oh, God. He's got that milk phlegm. Dude. He had a he had a, he kept rapping to himself too. Well, maybe it was to you. Because if you, I don't. Nah, man, that guy was on another planet. I've seen I've seen my fair share of man. That guy's on something, and that dude was on some shit, some like next level shit, dude. Yeah, his flow was unstoppable, but also he, uh, yeah, he was exhibiting all the behaviors of someone who uh, maybe had. Uh, <clears throat> Taking some super uppers. meth. Yeah. I don't know what they do. You pulling your dick out, Nick? What are you doing over there? I, I'm putting my dick in. Oh, that's cool, man. I was taking a whiz. Oh, that's neat. At the old whiz palace. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I was going to trying to find a way to make a toilet bowl Oklahoma joke again, but it sucks. Oklahoma. It fucking sucks. Worse than Florida. Hard to beat Florida. Florida's hard to beat. Oklahoma did it in two days. And I've spent months on end in Florida. But two days in Oklahoma, and I was like, nope, this is the worst place I've ever been to. Damn. But Yeah, man. But I did see a bunch of wind farms, and they're terrifying. I thought you were going to say wind farts. No, dude. All right. Let's <clears throat> they're get creepy, this. right? 
Dude, let's just talk about this wind fart shit for a second. I don't think I mentioned this to you guys. And Emily asked me if I was going to mention it, and I told her I wouldn't. But I'm gonna, because she don't listen. She had the worst farts for a straight fucking week. Was it I from was the getting, wind farms? The dude, worst farts or the best farts? Dude, they were atrocious. Those sound like pretty good farts then. Man, she was ripping farts where I told she farted one time and looked at me and started she she farted one time and my only response was to tell her to shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, I mean, you had had enough of that. Uh you you've had your fill of farts recently. Dude, they're not funny anymore. After all, after Texas and then going on that trip with her and I just don't think, I think the only time a fart's going to be funny is if someone slips and falls and a fart squeaks out or if someone sneezes and farts, a fart has to accompany another action and the fart can't be intentional. I no longer find someone just farting to be funny. Even if like one accidental squeak fart leads into a massive accidental fart. If there, you know, there's always variables. There's always exceptions to the rule. But like, generally speaking, I, I don't like if one of you guys were to fart right now, I'd be like, clean it up. Wait, I told I thought, her after a couple I of days. You said that it was only the farts that affected you, dude. And I told you the general fart jokes were still funny. Fart jokes are still funny. So you got but, soured on farts, dude. At one point, I was like, soured you have two out. options. There you go. Well played. I was like, you, you got two options when it comes to this fart little lady. She's like, what are those? And I was like, stop it and don't. Those are your two oh. fucking options. You got to fucking knock it off. She was having to like get out of bed and like run into the bathroom. And then like I'd hear it and she'd try to open the door. Like, no, no, no. You stay in there. You sit in it. And like she was farting in the car and like wouldn't roll the window down. It was like fucking turn the horrible. heat up. She was, the a, she was having a farty party. She was hotboxing the fucking uh, Buick, re- uh, whatever enclave that we rented. Well, like Spewick out of her ass. Yeah, dude. Tell you what, though. Incredible gas mileage on the Buick, <laughs> not on Emily. I think we filled up three times in an entire week. Meanwhile, she filled up every day and emptied her tank into my fucking nostrils. You don't live with her right now. So maybe that's what if that's just how she is now. I've asked her. It came up. <laughs> I asked her that. I was like, I'm only at your house like three days a week, and like it's not this bad. But when I am there, you do fart. Is this just your life? Do you just walk around smelling like fucking stink? This is what you do. Is this why you have such an insistence on working from home? Because if you had to go to an office, you get fired for being stinky. Is this who you are now? <laughs> have you been hiding this from me? Yeah. And I had to like, she was asking, like, I was worried that after a week she'd be fucking done with me. But after three days, I was done with her. You got your sweet nostrils farted up, dude. It was to the point where like, I was like, I just think this is just what the world smells like to me now. Like, it's just stuck. Like, he's you know how like sense memories is like the strongest. Science wise, maybe. Right. Smell tied to memory. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Route 60 stink. Root stinky six. Root stinky six. Sick. Poot 66. God, got to it. Got to it. <laughs> Took some time, but we got there. Just uh, just free flow, you know. Yeah. Uh, A real Pukowski over here. Hey, what have you guys been up to? Well, uh, I learned today that my... Um, <clears throat> 
you know, having talked about it weeks and weeks ago, and then covering like covering it again weeks and weeks ago, it turns out that my insurance was in fact not set up properly for me to have like have network coverage here, which is amazing to find out when you have a monthly prescription to get. Um, so oh I had my, no! So I had my first appointment with uh, a, a general practitioner here today, uh, but I learned yesterday that um, I have there are zero providers here in this in the entire state because it was not set up. Um, so that's going to get fixed on Monday. But um, you know, I wasn't charged today. And I'm I'm sure I'll have to pay quite a bit when I pick pick up the meds on Saturday or something. But your insurance uh, company should be able to reimburse you in some capacity. I mean, probably. So, like I said, it's not a it's it will be fine. It's just one of those things. Yeah. It's just like we we've covered this. We already talked yeah. about this, but still, it's not done. And and it was kind of put off on me, which uh, was not. It wasn't really like directly blamed on me, but it was just like one of those things where uh, I thought, I thought you just kind of left it up in the air. Uh, I was like, no, definitely didn't. Wait, uh, your work asked you that. Well, like the the person who was in charge of doing it. Uh, Accountability. What a world. Yeah. So go figure. But it, it'll be fixed. It's just one of those things that it happened, and I was incredibly annoyed when it happened but you know <clears throat> it is what it is i'm over it now it shouldn't be well i mean there's nothing i can do about it right now and i i know that it will be fixed so and even if it's even if it's not fixed for for whatever reason in the next week or so um open enrollment is coming up for the next mm. year so you know how is your insurance it's okay it's good when it's a, when it works Oh yeah, it's it's pretty pretty solid. When it disregards state lines, because that's a fucking thing. Yeah, because you know that makes sense. Yeah, it's weird because like our company's based out of a <clears throat> a different state than I live in, and when they were figuring out the health plans, they didn't. I don't think they did a very good job of researching where the majority of the people for the company live, which is in Alabama. Because the, when they purchased three <clears throat> GIS, they purchased a, technically a larger company. Uh, so when all the insurance stuff got settled, we were all just kind of like, yeah, man, there's like three places we can go to the doctor. That's it. We can't, there's, and some, and some people were like, yeah, I live like 40 miles away from like half the places you guys can, like I can go to. And I was like, someone should have looked into this. And then they're like, Hey Patrick, do you want to help us with the health insurance stuff this year? And I was like, no, no, I don't. Yeah, I'll Help, help everybody make it free. Sure. Yeah. How about uh, how about you guys do your department's job? Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Uh, how about you guys kiss me? You guys, would you, like, poop. would you like to help with one of the least enjoyable things that Americans have to deal with? Would you like yeah. to help me do that for an entire company? Yeah. Why don't you just ask me to register these people to vote? <laughs> I joke, but Alabama, they're all they're all registered registered get it may as well ask you help them to file all their taxes too while you're at it i could file people's taxes use TurboTax. i was just 
thinking of another thing that's very unpleasant to do. And why don't I just raise your fucking kids for you? Why don't I just come over and mow your grass? Me? Why don't I just come over and wax your asshole? Yeah, why don't I come over and fuck your wife, huh? Since you can't satisfy other aspects of your life, you fucking loser, why don't you move back to Oklahoma? If you can get in over the fucking wall made of turds. Did you end up looking at your asshole the other day, Nick? Yeah, can we talk about that was a weird series of text messages to come into three-fourths of the way through. Nah. Nick, Nick, explain this. That wasn't weird. Well, I was just thinking. Not for you to decide. Let's just go based on the facts. No, it is. And the facts are that it is far from weird. So you're just a boy exploring. Yeah. <laughs> just like you were, Patrick. In when? Grand Canyon. Oh, yeah. A real Lewis and farts. Nice. So I was thinking, Thanks. I was thinking, stinking. Wonder what that old asshole looks like. And then I wait, thought, do you think your asshole is older than you? Huh? No, I'm Do you think old. your asshole is the so oldest my, part of your body? I think my asshole. Oh, I don't know. What is the oldest part of your body? There we go. Now we're back on track. <laughs> this is what people want. The oldest, part of, the oldest part of your body is your belly button. But that's, that's connected true. to your butthole, isn't it? It's Everything's all... connected to your butthole. <laughs> it's, it's part, yeah, it's all that same too. It just gets longer. Mm-hmm. Is that true? I don't know. I'm just, I would, the... I would just think that the oldest part of you would have to be connected to the umbilical cord, which is the part that gets cut off, and the part that doesn't get cut off is your belly button. That's where your cord. skin terminates. Sorry, but that was all, all yeah. your skin. Yeah, it goes into your butthole, right? Then it gets cinched up. That's why it looks I still, like. That. I don't. I still don't understand if every if every part of you that has grown outward from your belly button is. is like all that seamless, then why why the grundle has a seam on it? I still don't because if you cut that seam, all your guts fall out. We've been through this a hundred times. That's not that's not an answer to why that happens. Well, I'll tell you why. Because okay. you start growing front to back, belly button to asshole, but then side to side, you start growing, you start growing center out from the grundle. Mm-hmm. That's why you got split down the middle. Yeah. It's like an equator for your uh, belongings, your bodily belongings. I need to look something up. Is it uh, is it whether or not what we're saying is true? Because the answer is yes. I like no. my reality. <laughs> no, no, it's whether or not it's whether or not people with XX chromosomes have a seam or not. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, have you guys ever touched it? I mean, the Grundle. It's yeah, right in your se- ball sack. Yeah. You're I'm touching seen. it now. I kiss mine every night before I go to bed constantly. <laughs> like, have a good sleep, buddy. And I reach down there, put my balls above my nose, and I kiss myself on my, on my man seam. <laughs> kiss my seam. That's why it's called semen because that's where uh, that's near your seam and yeah. that's it's brewed in. So, semen, right, Tristan? Uh, I'm just you're shaking your head. Yes, but I'm shaking my head at this, at this Cura or Cura. Question. Oh, did it call you gay three questions in? No, no. It's just, it's way more innocent than my question. Oh. What's which the seam for? I would just ask, when the, do women have a seam? 
and then their their first question is why they do seem women... to find a way to be a bitch <laughs> you'd actually think that but it's actually spelled differently it sounds similar but it's spelled differently Patrick. best selling writer <laughs> r-i-g-h-t-e-r <laughs> no the, the the question that came up was why do women's panties have a seam on the side and women's women's underwear do not uh, or men's underwear do not do they have a seam on the, on the side seam. on the side of their underwear yes that's that's <clears throat> to bring it back around that's why i've I got a pair of women's underwear over there i could go look what's Let's Google the female Go bundle. It. No, you guys don't need to see Emily's underwear. That's part of my sniffing pile. You didn't say it was hers. Who else's would it be? Anyone who. You sh- and you want to feel pretty. Oh, I always feel pretty. I don't. I don't feel the need to, to gender the clothing. I, that seems kind of silly because you know you can just wear the clothes and it's whatever you want them oh, to be. They're my girlfriend's panties, who, as far as I know, identifies as a bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Well then, okay. then uh, no, I don't. I don't want to see that. That would be rude. yeah. I wouldn't. I don't want to show those to you. I would just. I just thought they might have been yours. No, no they're seam. hers. Women don't have seams. Nope. Not even like a. Not even like a That's little two cut. Not, not, like not where I'm looking. Not even like a two spotter. <laughs> In human anatomy, the perineum, also called the taint, grundle, or gooch is generally defined as the surface region between males and females between the pubic symphysis symphysis and the coccyx it's diamond shaped area yada 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 uh doesn't doesn't tell me whether or not there's a stitch nope hmm. not in most of them anyway not in the ones i'm looking at <laughs> i uh I still want to know what you're looking, you, at, just looking at images. Is that no? I still want to know where the uh, the butthole, the looking at your own butthole conversation started. Yeah, sorry, that oh, kind yeah. of got away from us. No, you don't say. I lost the thread. So <laughs> it's in your. It's between you're your. You're normally butt. so good about keeping us on track, Patrick. You're right. Yeah, so it seems pretty, the thread is between your butthole and your uh, your boys. Your day. So I was Busters. just thinking that the last time that I looked at my butthole, I was under 18. And so the last time I saw my butthole, it was a child's butthole. Ah, man. It's a weird thought, right? The way that you had phrased it, though, it led me to believe that that was something that you had revisited just recently. And and upon revisiting it, you reminisced to the first time you had... (laughs) No, that's I didn't. The way, look. That's the way I had read it. I didn't oh. look. I considered it, and I thought, "Oh, I got that mirror. Yeah, I could sit it on the floor." Yeah, way to go! <laughs> I can shit, can shit. I could probably pull that off for an episode title. I think I could. I think I could trick Podbean into that. Just, just s it's s h i d d e r e d. Yeah, I can shitter it. Yeah, I can do that. I shitted. <laughs> <laughs> I pissed, I, I farted, and I, I shit. <laughs> Those still make me laugh. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm livid right now. I'm, I'm. Yeah, you definitely look at it. Sound well, because I have been putting off stitching up this goddamn sloth since uh, before I moved, and now like I've already cleaned it up. 
but he's yeah, still dude. gotten it everywhere. Good lord. God damn. So I've got to I hope I've he never to. fucks me. <laughs> well, it'll be good and dry. So if he gets to that seam, you're a dead man. But yeah, now I'm gonna have to clean it up again. Seam of the crime. Actually, that's that's what I was going to do, and I totally forgot about it. Uh, I was going to be stitching it while we were doing the episode. Oh, you're going to be fucking Nick to death? <laughs> <laughs> you have fucked the stuffing out of me. Wow. Um. So oh. you're you're saying that you you were just thinking about it, and that you didn't actually take a peek again. You didn't bust. I, out I the didn't. Mirror. But do you think I oughta? Nick, I just want you to know that you saw my adult asshole before you've seen your own adult asshole. That's true. Yeah. That's when true. I, had you I know what it looks it. like. I could when describe I did a, it. A sneaky hemorrhoid check on you. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know about that? I mean, not specifically, but I'm not surprised. So it's... I had a, I wasn't sure if I had a hemorrhoid or not. And Nick was in the bathroom. So Brandon oh. convinced me to lay on the floor with my legs in the door frame and my butthole out. So I did. Have you ever and... had, have you ever had to quickly spit out bubble gum? And like, there's a bubble still, still in it. Patrick, if you could just, just graze mm-hmm. your fingers across the, uh, across the breach the brim and, and if it just if it if it's puckered outward right then yeah you should probably you should probably it's not a big deal just go ahead and just well, push let it me back tell you, uh, we'll, we'll get to that the first step i did was trying to take a picture of it with my camera phone but this is back when i had a flip phone and that was damn near impossible uh, so it seriously just looked like someone had chewed up gum and then i was nervous that i had an ugly butthole and i was nervous to show nick but then when I was talking to Brandon about it, he goes, well, you should show Nick. And I was like, you're right. So Nick opened the door and I was like, is that a hemorrhoid? And Nick went, yes. And just stepped over me, went into his bedroom. I did do I'm diligence. Surprised you didn't ask you, uh, I'm surprised you didn't ask a follow-up of whether or not it was ugly. No, no, no. I, he, he made me feel you, you didn't want to know. Say I, didn't want the, I didn't want the true answer. Um, just like, are you having fun? But the dynamic I did of t- our relationship would have changed entirely. <laughs> But I did what, what do, uh, yeah, it's like, well, I've never asked my parents if they like me. No, no, no. Like Nick was saying that it would change the dynamics of the relationship. So him showing it to you was, was one thing, but if he asked you if it was pretty, that would have changed it. Oh, I didn't no, say that didn't also change the dynamics of the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tristan, to what you said, I did. I went, uh, when I got back from the shop the next day, I had a rubber glove. I bought some rubber gloves at home and I put it back in my asshole. I uh, put some hey. A&D ointment. <laughs> on my finger and then i did what you did what you said to do and i pushed the hemorrhoid back into my asshole and it hurt real fucking bad that means i made sure it was up there i put it back probably farther than it started from you so you push that sock right side in you need what you need to do is get nail clippers oh shut the fuck up (laughs) oh i watched a guy get a skin tags with nails clippers and i wanted to fight him I was Ugh. like, I was like, if you don't fucking stop doing that. Ugh. I I have had an issue uh more recently uh as I'm as I'm settling into my age where like I could I would be mindlessly picking at something that I would just expect as a pimple or something, you know. It's just not coming off. And then 
realize that no oh no no it's just it's a tag it's just a mole it's just it's just an age mole i got one of those on my neck shut up it sucks i mean you want to know a fucked up one i i had something like that i don't know what it was It was a bit of a bump on the back of my neck a bit of a bump (laughs) i was like i thought it was like a zit you know british person asked for cocaine i I had a bit of a well played. <laughs> beans and uh they like beans they the queen beans is dead toast. who gives a shit they're not allowed to do anything right now yeah dude. Shit? soccer games are even canceled the fuck's that about? that's get it's fucked up yeah, like, dude, london can't do a god they can't do anything because there's like a 15 hour line through let london me finish telling you about my, my zit please so i scratch <laughs> it <laughs> I felt bad for interrupting. I felt like you. And it starts bleeding and it would not stop bleeding. And I, I, I got to the point where I was like, I'm going to have to go to the hospital. And I, cause I was getting like a little bit lightheaded and I'm just going through like wads of toilet paper and eventually it stopped bleeding. And so like six months later, I did the same thing and the same thing started happening. So I think it's like a direct portal to my spine or something. And if I scratch that off, then I die. Oh, which you don't know, Nick, is next to your seam on your grundle, there are secret spots on your body that if you scratch, you do run the risk of bleeding to death. How do you know about secret spot? I've got got one right here that I can feel through my shirt um, because like my hair, my my chest is covered in hair. And sometimes- And like everything else, sometimes like you'll get um, like a, a, a pimple or a spot that, you know, whatever, you take care of it. I Just a simple pimple. A simple pimple. And then I thought that I had one here. And I'm pretty sure that's another one that I had tried more than once uh, throughout a couple of years to get and would always be dissatisfied. I can't, I can't quite get it. Get um, it. But it was more recently get that it. I realized as I'm trying like – it, it should have happened by now. It should have popped. It should have come out. Some it should have been resolved. Yeah. And I realized that it's actually just a tag. I've got a bump right here in my beard, like underneath where my chin is. And like at first I thought it was hair. Just coming, stupid. You know, but every now and then I get this like welt under there and like I'll pull, I'll like push on it. Like I can feel like goop coming out of it. And like I want it, I think I yeah, I think I need to go get it lanced and like removed, but I'm afraid it'll make me shave. Yeah, you sh- you, you should. Think it is. What do you I think it is? Ah, it's probably just, a second face. You should. You should just go do that. You should just do that. Because uh, like yesterday, you, the last thing you want is like an actual infection coming from that. Like, no, no, what if it's, it's cancer or something? Um, you know. Well, I you went should to get the, that looked at. Well, they thought that was on my face when I got that little spot removed and they froze it off. They thought that was, they told me that was like, that was. Turns out it was just so I was like, your eyes. Yeah, I got, I got no eyes now. Uh, yeah, they froze that off and they were like, if it takes longer than a week to heal, then it's uh, malignant. I was like, good. So I just sat around for a week being like, hope my face heals because if not, I got face cancer. Uh, yeah, it, it definitely couldn't be like maybe your body is, has a shit healing factor right now. Like it could oh, always have a shit. I've I always heal like shit, so I was surprised when it healed pretty quick. Well, I just just like I like how that's the jump to on that, and yeah. not like maybe there are extraneous variables. Yeah, I uh, 
when the cat scratched the fuck out of my forehead a few weeks ago, I was just filling that little thing with Neosporin and that made it heal up that. pretty quickly. You don't want to get a fever from that. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. Turn into Ted Nugent, start shooting things from a helicopter with a crossbow screaming you- about lizard people more than I already do. Yeah. Glad you, glad you got that taken care of. Wango Tango was his other song. He also fucked children, but Hey, the Nuge. Yeah, dude, the Nuge got some of that young skis. Different time, I was told by someone when I brought that up. Go Different figure, time. Go figure. I mean, he's he's outed himself as a really cool dude these days, so I know it's weird. Honestly, I kind of assume that anyone who Ned was like over the age of 15 in the 70s has raped someone. Any, any, anybody, by, de- by definition, anybody in a uh, household name rock band from the 80s and 80s and earlier, yeah, probably assaulted somebody. Yeah, I always feel like that guy when someone's like, Do you like Led Zeppelin? I was like, No, because they put fish in children's pussies. <laughs> because that's what they did like like, it's in that book like that's the whole thing is like they say like never meet your heroes and like that's why i think like i know that like there's a lot of scuzzy dudes in hardcore like i know that but like those were just dudes who like cheated on their girlfriends they weren't guys who as far as i know were banging kids champion about aerosmith take a look it's in a book they're putting fish in their pussies (laughs) yeah like and like uh like Robert Plant, yeah, that was like a thing. He had like a 14-year-old girlfriend and like there were people riding on their plane. They were like putting fish in their butts and their pussies and shit. It's just like, yeah, man, I, I don't yeah. care how cool the riffs are. You're a gross person. Yeah, because I think that I think the 80s and beyond, 80s and earlier is a good uh, estimate for saying that probably every major band had an assault on their hands, especially if you just consider like... Uh, Elvis married taking, a taking old, advantage of somebody when they've had too much to drink is assault, you know? Yeah. So even just by that metric, Man. It's, it's definitely happened. I don't know if I sent this picture to you, but there was a guy who had a multitude of fucking machine gun stickers on the back of his car. And he had said <clears throat> assault life. Hmm. Oh, I, I, I get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like the surfing thing, except with, you know, weapons and also murder uh, tools. Yeah. And, and maybe abusing your spouse. Yeah. But here's something you wouldn't expect a guy like that to be wearing a grateful dead t-shirt. Alabama's wild, man. Grateful, uh, that, grateful that you're dead. To <laughs> let you know that people are abusing their spouse. Uh, they put uh, monster stickers on the back of their car. No, they don't. They become cops. What up? I was going to say, I think <laughs> a, a bang. thin blue line sticker. <laughs> Hey, oh, I mean, yes. what, what are the odds besides plus or minus 40%? You know, yeah. Whatever. Well, we got to protect our own. There's code around here. We hit our wives and we don't like black people. Um, <laughs> let's, let's talk about these buttholes some more. I've uh, heard, uh, I've heard <laughs> pilots cheat because cops beat. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the, the phrase is not blue wives matter. Damn. Damn, Tristan. I can't believe I haven't actually heard that anywhere. That's you're on fire today, buddy. Thank you. You got a cup of water around? Throw it on yourself. Mm. Just flash fire. yourself. Yeah, flash dance yourself. But if you got burns, don't go to the hospital. God, no, you don't. You don't have the insurance cover that shit right now. You got to wait a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a problem. Um, Tristan, when's the last time you saw your own asshole? 
I've, I've never looked. I mean, really? never. Let me see it. You know, yeah, show me. Show us. We'll see it before you do. We'll let you know what it looks like. We, I bet it's first gray. Of all, we've already, if I know anything already, about your nethers. It's gray. Oh, I thought you said great, but no, you just said gray, the color. No. I thought you're being positive again. Um, Body positive. Body positive. No shame. One, Show us that gray. One, I already told you that I would not, I would not um, subject anybody to that. But also, um, no, no, we're asking for it. That's not subjecting it to us. That would be exhibiting it to us. Yeah, but then I do, and then it's a thing because then it happened, and then you'll you'll be <laughs> exhibit <down>. B <laughs> whole. Damn, how are we? How are we doing this? Uh, I think we're the best at this. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm glad that uh, you know. We're probably the best podcast, I think. In general, yeah. Fucking hands, tits, and dicks down. Come We're to the, the show every week. No subjects. So. <laughs> Nothing to talk about. My favorite, that's my favorite review. Let me have, Joe left a review on Podbean that's just kind of like, no research, barely a topic. <laughs> <laughs> barely a podcast. <laughs> yeah, barely a podcast. Mm. If you want to feel what it's like to sit in front of three people you wouldn't want to talk to, tune in to this week's Third Being Cool podcast. That's a hard sell. That's, Um, but no, I just, I was, I was never really curious because I know my body. I'm bummed out enough by my body and my hair. (laughs) I just, I already know. Did you mean to do that? What? I'm bummed out enough. Oh, no, I didn't. He doesn't even, Nick, Nick. He's so good. He don't even know. How's he doing it? But I just, I already know what, I know what it looks like. I can just, I can feel how it looks in my mind's eye. Could you draw it? Probably. I could probably. Would you draw it and then show it to us right now so we know what it looks like? (laughs) In your mind's ass. (laughs) In your mind's brown eye? Yes. Uh, But no, I just, I was not curious. I'm sure it's just covered in hair and it, you know, it probably looks like it's just it's gross and unpleasant what's grosser completely covered in hair or just like eight or nine long ones that are not the color that are not your natural hair color looks like you sat on a daddy long legs (laughs) (laughs) that's funny are are they impervious to 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 scissors no no no. you can get rid of them but you gotta look at them first and they're long i mean and they grow back immediately like the yeah they're they're half the length of your thigh I know my body. I would much rather have that. That sounds great. <laughs> they're so long you can pull them out forever. I <laughs> yeah, but they're attached, they're attached to your asshole, so I'd probably not want to pull them out. <laughs> You're like <laughs> you could just roll it up use, like an extension use, cord. I can wrap use around your too. finger and just do this. Use that to stitch the sloth for Rico. <laughs> so you I would know, rather have just like, sloth. you'd rather, <laughs> would you rather, so I didn't get your answer because I was too busy with that gross visual. You would rather just have a couple hairs that are a different color than your body hair that are really long and grow back as soon as you remove them versus just having a fucking furry burger. I could have I'm opposite. Yeah, I could have the rainbow just eight different distinct colors that are unnatural colors 
instead of just having the hair down there. Yes. Nick, where are you at on this? I'd rather be covered in hair. So that means like, that means like uh, not weekly or anything, but you'd have to do like monthly shaving just so you could have. Hey, hey, Tristan. So you get what? No, you don't. He's the the difference is like the the options were eight incredibly long, <laughs> unrealistic hairs or covered in hair, and I'm talking about covered in hair means you have to dig to get to the hole. Oh, so you think there's so much hair? It's oh. Like it's a rat king, like your butt like, is a rat king, yeah, it, trying it, to get the bottom of an, out of carpet. Is the bottom of an Easter basket? It's just oh, it's covered it's in not, that. It's, oh. Oh, dude, that's gross. <laughs> but you know yeah. what I'm talking about. It have to. Yeah. I now have to know how. What's what's the density of the of the, the bottom air. of an Easter basket? Yeah, man. Wicker. Okay. Well, then no. No, 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 no. Like not the basket itself, but that like that grass, that fake grass that people put in. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking that they had like found a way to like interweave themselves so that like Nick's butthole hair turned into like some kind of. Oh weird no, 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 no! It's and it's every time like... he pooped, it just got stuck in this furry net that he had created. Or it's it'd be not, like one of those Play-Doh extruders. It's not like armor or anything. It's it's not like chitin, but uh, you know, it it, it can like prevent. It, it it can potentially, depending on the the density and the weight of your turd, it could potentially catch it like a bat, like like a net. <laughs> the old turd catcher. It would definitely it it would definitely <laughs> be a strainer if you had if you had the Rhea. Oh God! Speaking of Rhea, man, it's been zero days since Patty D shit himself. Zero days. Good for you. Yeah, shit myself for What's your diet man? look like? Because I can tell you how to solve this, man. Last week uh, was nothing but enchiladas, because that's all so, that was available. <laughs> and then this you, week, I told you got to eat this. like five things, and only those five things, and then add something in, and it will solve the problems, man. For real. Dude, it's, it was like as soon as I got like I couldn't shit very much while we were out, <clears throat> and then when couldn't I got home, wouldn't. couldn't. Uh, and then when I got back, like I had like one cup of coffee and like a protein bar that I had been eating every day I was there. But something about you're just like, being, being home. Yeah, you're right. I was fighting it. You're oppositional defiant. Yeah, oppositional shit defiant. Opposition. God damn it! I don't know what what else are you gonna do today, Tristan. You're going to be so fucking tired of crushing it. You're going to have to take a nap after this. But yeah, I, t- I texted you guys like, I got home. Crap after this. <laughs> Loving it. <laughs> I got home, ate, drank some coffee, had a granola bar, and then it was just kind of like shit city population, this guy, for the entire day. Mm. And then today, all I had for lunch was chicken, rice, and a salad. And I don't know where all the food coming out came from. Yeah. Who? Uh- I, I mean, I've got <clears throat> shit, shitty problems, but I know that it's 100% my diet. So, I'm supposed to be the comedian that said that the vet asked him, they, they said that their cat had, had been Nick Swartzen. Was it Nick Swartzen? Yeah, it's an old Nick Swartzen joke. Oh, I love that joke. The uh, fill me in. And the people at home. You're good. He yeah, takes right. his. Uh, you guys get it. He takes his cat to the vet and says, "Hey, my cat has diarrhea." And the vet's like, "What have you been feeding it?" And he says, "Diarrhea." 
It's such a dumb joke. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. But it's that, very, that's a grosser funny. Mitch Hedberg joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what's funny is I remembered it was Tignataro. Oh, really? The way I remembered it. Yeah, doesn't that it seem no, I mean that's how that's who I thought it might have been in my head. Doesn't it kind of sound like a Tignataro yeah. joke? I can her I delivery can. would be different. She'd be like, Yeah. Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think my favorite Nick Swartzen joke is the uh, the one that about the um, it's from the same special I think that old Comedy Central presents where uh, he's talking about how he likes hanging out with his grandma because she makes him feel like a superhero. Nicholas, I'm, you mean this what? jug of milk, Grandma? <laughs> that was I remember that special. I was gonna say that reminds me like it's funny how there was just that period when anyone who could carry a special was given a uh, sketch comedy show on his sketch comedy show was surprisingly funny. I I liked it, but that was just going to bring me back to the all-stars of key and peel. It's just going to bring me back to Nope. Oh yeah. Let's talk about Nope. Um, Cause I watched that a couple of weeks ago and uh, I, for me, it's my favorite Jordan Peele movie. Absolutely. Which is because I found myself thinking about about sixty to seventy percent the way through the movie. I was like, I'm really thinking if this continues like this, as long as there's like no major fuck ups down the road, that this is going to be my favorite. And it yep. was my favorite. He 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 landed the bird, and uh, it was it was great. I enjoyed yep. it. I uh, that was perfect. When it when I started to realize that it's Jaws with an alien, I was like, "This fucking rules." Well, let's just say I mean, that's an oversimplification. Spoiler, spoiler warning, of course, to anyone who yeah. has seen yeah. it because because we've all seen it now. So I'm not going to dance on any eggshells or anything. Right, but, right. Uh, if you haven't seen yeah. it, fast forward. But we'll probably be talking about this for the rest of the episode. <laughs> but I thought that was a great premise of. Uh, well, one, I mean, it's it's a simple. It's, it's it has nothing to do with what the movie is about. It's just tangentially that was just a neat twist that mm-hmm. the UFO is the alien. That's that yeah. was cool, and it did feel like Jaws. Yeah. Here's a question for you guys because I I don't want to th- I I may be reading too far into this or I may have missed something because um, I was just watching it and enjoying it. Uh, <clears throat> what's the fucking point of all the stuff with the chimpanzee? I think it's just driving home. Uh, well, you were about to say something. Ben. No, I'm I'm curious what you thought because I was kind of wondering the same thing. Like I liked it. It was it was horrifying, but right. I think it's just reinforcing the theme. I think it's just re- reinforcing the motif of, um, essentially like the indifference of nature. Well, just trying to. trying to commodify and like harness this natural thing and get it to do a song and dance for what people want it to do to take take the natural and make it unnatural by making it a make it a product Mm -hmm. Um, the horses like the horses and like every chapter is named after horses That every chapter is named after an animal, uh, or or the like the alien, which is an animal. But right. like, so that I think it, that's what it's all about is that it's uh, 
commodify the commodification of of nature and the disrespect of just turning these things into products in mm-hmm. in throwing away their culture and nature that that's kind of where not like not you worded it way better than i did but i was just looking at it mostly like yeah this is how they exhibit the difference between how one how some people handle animals and how other people treat animals whereas the uh i forget the family but the family who ran the horse farm they respected the animals and understood that the animals are really the stars of the show and they're at the mercy of what the animals are willing to do versus uh stephen young's character who was just kind of like, no no i'm in charge i we can control these it's our duty to control these come look at me control these things whether that was with the chimpanzee or him trying to use the horses from the family farm to get uh, as bait essentially and i because I'd, I'd listened to a couple of people talk about the, the movie afterwards. Um, so, you know, these aren't all 100% my ideas, but I think I agree with a lot of the points that I'd seen. But, like, I, I do think that um, you said Stephen Young, right? That's I think that's uh, his name. I, I could be wrong. I'm, he's I the guy like, from The Walking Dead. I know that. And yeah, Voices yeah. Invincible. Like, I feel like his character was just really kind of tragic. Yeah. Because, like, he... He grew up being the like object of exploitation and like he was like um he was a child actor and you know uh made to perform on these shows for all these people um but then like he was i i don't know if he was just like trying to take ownership of it and like Mm -hmm. be like okay well i'm going to he, he was just indirect like not, I don't know if he was necessarily cognizant of the fact that he was perpetuating the cycle of exploitation. Right. Cause no, I had, never thought about it like that. That's really interesting because of his whole, not just the alien thing, but his whole uh, sideshow museum mm-hmm. dedicated to the incident that despite him ex- like exploiting it for money, it still actually traumatizes him. Yeah. But he, he ignores it. Right. Or just tries to put it on display as the way of him controlling it. Right, right. Because like he'll still charge people fifty thousand dollars to stay there, like a hotel. Um, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that part. Despite it, like still, and I think that's kind of. I think, I think that's the other theme of the movie too, like the shoe and stuff. Mm-hmm. That it's all uh, about the. It's all about the spectacle. Yeah, like not being able to look away despite it. These horrific things, these train wrecks and stuff that you it should not draw people's attention and people's the the eye of people. Oh, that's really interesting because that's how they try to avoid being seen by the alien is by not looking at it. Right. Ah, that's interesting, man. You guys are so much smarter than me. What do you think the significance was of the chimp giving him the fist bump? Do you think he, do you think the chimp was going to attack him or do you think that, that, the chimp was like, I'm sparing you because I identify with you. I think it's that that was the only, the only person the chimp trusted was the kid. Cause he could have attacked the kid. And at no point when he was looking at the kid, I think he was going to attack the kid. So uh, what's the message there then? I just think it's not really a message. I think it's almost this like sense of like betrayal because as soon as they get really close to touching the monkey catches one in the back of the fucking head or the chimp catches one in the back of the head. So it's almost as if like the chimp is like, oh, I can be safe around the he he can be safe with me, I can be safe with him. Uh oh, my head's on the floor now. But we don't know that the chimp wouldn't have attacked. No, him. no. But I my point of, 
I didn't think that the kid was in any danger from the champ is what I was getting. I thought he was, he was safe from it. Yeah. I, I, my personal read on it was that the, in, like the incident was over at that point. He had yeah. like deescalated and it seemed like, it seemed to me like he's an animal. He was at that point, everything had calmed down. He was just kind of confused and he was interacting with the other human that he knew and trusted so all the blood and stuff on his hand he didn't know what like he didn't realize what that had meant mm. and that would also that mean that would also what you're talking about tristan about perpetuation is that would also perpetuate that kid that guy's idea that he will be spared by whatever kind of things he runs into because he's pretty brazen on trying to get the alien to come visit his farm because he's like no i'll be okay That's- i don't know nothing bother i'm 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 safe in these scenarios that's definitely possible yeah that's i think that's one of the ones that's like there are a couple of interpretations that's definitely one of them so Uh, there wasn't anything special about him it was just coincidence that that was when the chimp stopped uh, but he felt like it made him special yeah yeah i I think there's yeah there are a couple of different reads on that that's one of them that that he had a belief after that moment that he was special the one one of the things that i heard was that like they 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 might have like the the chimp might have like it might have been like a symbolic thing of like reaching out to him as equals and stuff and like they're both being exploited and whatever and they're both caught in that cycle um or that it could have just been an animal and that he was de-escalated and that mm-hmm. it, it, it didn't mean much else beyond that but i think the the end result is that the character thought he had us he was special in some way or that he had the ability or right to perpetuate that cycle and he ended up being wrong but it seemed like he was more it sucked that it happened all of his kids got eight but uh you know that's to to touch on that real quick i thought the the fake out with the aliens in the horse stable was so fucking cool that when they like show that. when they show the kids in suits or whatever, and I was just kind of, when they show like your first interaction, what you think is going to be one of the, a being of some sort, and then it turns out to be the kids. That was such a cool fucking fake out because mm-hmm. one, the creature, the creature creation that they had done, the little masks were neat looking, like they were clearly supposed to be like aliens of some sort, but it was the face was changed enough to really, oh, that's kind of that's an interesting. I've never seen that version mm-hmm. of of that thing um so i thought that was really neat because that was like genuinely creepy because the way they were moving and then to find out that it's just the kids i was like man that's that's so cool that's so cool they did that i was curious because i like i said i'd i'd, I'd heard like two different people's takes on it one of which i was like I think they had some good points, but I think they were really reaching with some stuff. And then another yeah. person, I was like, okay, this is more in line of what I'm, I was thinking, but I've not heard anybody s- say the same thing that I thought about this character. What was your role's take on antlers? His whole deal. The movie? No, no, no. The, the, no. the, um, the director, the, uh, the, the, the director of photography, the guy who was brought on later. Yeah. That that was confusing to me. I, I really didn't think about this movie a whole lot. I don't know why, because his movies always have a message, but I really didn't analyze it. I okay, have you guys ever seen the movie? This is kind of a strange comparison. The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. 
I never did. I'm familiar. Will with Ferrell? Uh, ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. No. Oh, I wait, wait, read, wait. Yeah, I, I saw that. Book. Right. I read the book. Okay. Okay. Well, there's a um, there's a scene in that where he's on a mountaintop with Sean Penn's character, and they're looking for like this type of. Uh, I'm guessing it's a tiger or a snow leopard of some sort that he's never been able to photograph. And like, they're sitting there and then the, the, the it shows up, right? This animal they've been trying to catch forever shows up and he, he's looking down the viewfinder and he sees it. And then he hands the viewfinder over to Ben Stiller's character and he looks at it. And then they're both just sitting there and Ben Stiller's like, are you going to take the photo? And he's just like, sometimes you just want, sometimes you just want to know that you could or something along those lines of like, sometimes it's not important. You know, sometimes the moment is just, you just want to have the moment. You don't need to share the moment kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of those things where like, because what they kept touching on when they would talk to that guy is like, hey, you could get the shot, right? They kept referring to it as like the shot or the footage, or you could see it. The, the and it was Oprah, one of those things. Oprah shot. Yeah, the Oprah shot. Exactly. The Oprah shot. Yeah. So what I, my, my read on that, and I kind of talked to Emily about this is just kind of like, he went over there like, yeah, he went over there because he had the weekend free or whatever. And then when he got there and like, it became real that he was going to capture that. I think he was settled with just the fact that he could do it and he had done it. And that was enough for him. And he didn't need it to be the, the Oprah shot, right? Him just knowing that he got that footage in that manner was enough for him. So whatever happened after that, he didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So but, it's kind of like he was doing it for the opposite reasons they were doing it. He, they were like, we want to do it so that we can exploit it and be like, hey, we have the Oprah shot. Whereas he was just kind of like, I just want, I just want to know I got it. But but he did make that decision once he he did get it mm-hmm. to get it to get it better. So he did he he left like he got the initial footage. I was like, no, the lighting's not good enough. And then he went up the hill. Oh, see, my read, I didn't interpret it as that. I interpreted it as like he got the footage, wanted to get closer to get the better shot, and then he got ate up and the footage was destroyed. Did I not look at that correctly? Did I not Wait, so, catch so that? So I thought he ran up on the mountain to get the footage, got it, and then he got swallowed up. No, he 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 got the footage to begin with, and he was just complaining about the lighting. It wasn't good enough lighting. Oh, and okay. Then, then he, so he had it. He had well enough, but he couldn't leave well enough alone and then decided mm. Which, okay. is, which is counter to what he said in the middle of the movie when he said, essentially, no, that uh, what was it like? You don't deserve perfect. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't deserve the perfect the perfect shot that. OK, yeah. OK. All right. That makes sense. Um, You're right. But, so that was my my question was, what do you think about that? Why? Like, why is that? Because I've got my own thoughts, but I just haven't heard anybody else say it. Well, I mean, he comes across as like a Werner Herzog type and like, so to me, it's just kind of like this arrogant because I can, I did kind of thing. And that's just kind of my read on him is like, he wanted to get the footage. So he got the footage and that was enough for him. So, so here's, here was my thoughts. And I'm just, maybe I'm alone on that is that because I'd heard it said that, um, that he was one of those obsessive types that wanted to get the shot or uh, or that you don't deserve the perfect shot meant that he had thought that he deserved the perfect shot and that they didn't. Okay. I'd also heard that it was uh, he was willing to like abandon abandon the group to go do his own thing because he's willing to, to forego them for his own gains. Mm-hmm. I didn't get any of that from it. But what I got from it was uh that he was he was 
trying to tell a cautionary tale midway through because I think I got I got the feeling this is not based on the text but it's just my based on my feeling and his acting was that he at some point he had uh he had glimpsed the abyss he had glimpsed mm-hmm. that that summit and for whatever reason he was not able to get there and he had to back away and so he knows that it leads to, to, to folly it leads to downfall and so his his call in the middle of the movie is a warning to leave it alone because of, it's dangerous right and then you he won't now, like what looks back kind of thing right and he comes in towards the end because of his own addiction he can't kick it that he mm. is right there and he's he is coming back he's he's played into it now and then he once once he's made that decision to come back and he's getting the the regular footage he's already he's already gone too far gone and can't help himself but continue to go um so i think his initial thing was a warning to stay away but projecting because he knew that he wouldn't be able to stop if and that's why he had to back off but then he he did end up succumbing to that that temptation and came back later and then once he was there he couldn't stop himself because i don't think he's he i don't so he's the quinn in this if we're drawing those comparisons right that that is his that that is his his white whale he's ahab he could not stop himself once he was roped back like once he gave in to the temptation of coming back um so i think the warnings to stay away were just projection for mm. for him, telling himself that he should stay away um because i i didn't nothing he did put anybody else in danger he left everybody else out of it he didn't rope anybody else into his scheme um and he had already made sure that everybody else was safe but he was just doing it for him because i don't think he could help himself at that point that um, checks out so that that was my read on it but i i didn't really hear, hear anybody else saying those specific things that it was so I don't know if I'm just reading too much into it. No, no. I mean, that 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 makes everything you're saying makes sense the more I think about it. I've only seen it once. I wanted to watch it again during the rental period, but I just didn't have time. Because um, this is the one where I paid the, I paid the full 20 because I was like, I want to see this. It's right up my alley. Why is it $20 to rent? It's because it's it was after, technically. Yeah. And they can because it's and it was any. It's cheaper than going to the fucking theater to see it. That's for sure. I kind of wish that I had. Drew said he saw it at the theater and then went back and saw it at IMAX and said, like, that's the way to see it. Because some of those shots, just for the scale, it's fucking nuts looking. The cinematographer is one of Nolan's people. Um, oh, really? Like Dark Knight Rises or Dark Dark Knight, the, the Dark Knight and then uh, like Interstellar and stuff. So like he's used to shooting on IMAX. Mm hmm. I wish I'd seen it on IMAX, but there's there's no IMAX around this area. Uh, there's one here, but like they don't. They usually whatever's the they show movies that aren't even made for IMAX in its place if they're bigger movies. I think this was around the same time Thor was out, so they were still showing Thor in IMAX. They weren't showing Nope in IMAX. Like I I wish, and maybe now that I have more space, I can actually um, rearrange my surround sound to be more optimal. But like. I've got a decent sound setup. I've got a decent yeah. TV. I'm not really hurting for much in terms of like, 
I would, I'm still totally fine with paying the difference to just stay home most of the time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's at that point now, I think with Emily and I, just because the last time we went to the theater, it was such a fucking train wreck on every, in every aspect mm-hmm. that we're just like, what, just, what theater company? We went and saw, no, it was AMC. AMC. Yeah. We went and it never had an issue before. And then we talked about it. Like the concession people were fucking dickheads. The fucking theater was way too packed for what they're supposed to do for health regulations. The sound was abysmal when we asked to have it taken. They is just everything oh, about it right, sucked. Right, right, right. Everything about it sucked. Yeah, everything in about the it last sucked, two right? times we went to a Regal, that was the case. Like exact same shit. They had it was sweltering. It was the middle of summer, and the AC was down. They told us after we bought the tickets, and. uh they had a box fan in there that was like this big man. I remember out by the door when we were on tour, we were in, we were in Valdosta, Georgia for like two days for whatever fucking reason. And uh, I think Cole and Skipworth went and saw silent Hill three times in two days, just because they had air conditioning. I mean, yeah, there, there's nothing that would make me leave a theater faster than, than it just being sweltering. Yeah, fuck. So we that. got our money back and went to the other theater. Same fucking thing. That's crazy. Floors were disgusting, and we're never going back. I, I we'll drive to Nashville. Huh? Oh, and oh, so you went yeah. to the, you tried the one by the mall and the one by campus, and both of them uh, sucked. Yep. So That's we crazy. go to Nashville now. The one by campus is always nice. It's not I worth mean, it. I know they've always been. It's always I, been the one by the mall has always been shit. The one by campus has always been nice. That's, that's kind of they're both shit now. That's crazy. I uh, I mean I've got a guy soft, tried to burn them down. I've got a soft spot for the theater. You should do it again. I, I've, I've always like I've always like loved movies and I love the idea yeah. of the theater and what it like the. Uh, the representation of what a theater is and everything. And I, I like, I just like the theater. It's the only communal but, thing I still like besides shows. And it just sucks that like, I guess, I don't know if part of it's just my age and everything or, and like <laughs> coupled, coupled with the ability to like have the resources and the technology to, to do it. But I just find that, it's it's less of a gamble for me to just spend more money on it to watch it at home than yeah. if these things are correct and the situation's right and the audience that you're with is cool and like engaged, uh, all those things. But just enough. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it's otherwise it's way worse than if you just saw it at home. Yeah, I I had a cheat code where I'd go Sunday mornings. First showing on a Sunday morning, and I usually always had a pretty, I always had a pretty awesome experience. Being that it was almost usually those are the people who wanted to see the movie, like when I go see the Marvel movies and stuff, like I try to go Sunday morning after they get released, or like a super early Friday showing if I can get one like during the work hours. Um, and it's usually people who want to go there, so everybody's cool. But like me and Emily don't even consider going to see something in theaters that's not like something built for theaters like a spectacle because we're just like yeah we're not going to go to the theater and try to see a drama or a comedy and don't go on friday or saturday no man i mean i i lucked unless you can get like a 9 a.m showing yeah i lucked out charlottesville was okay with with for that um waynesboro was actually really good at like 
I could go, um, I'd seen a couple of, I'd seen several uh, movies the like Thursday um, since midnight releases are like midday now. Yeah. Thursday, four o'clock is usually when they start. Um, and to, to where like Waynesboro has like next to nobody there. Um, and it worked out pretty well. Uh, except for there was one movie that I did, went to that I did shush somebody, uh, shush some kids, and I got looks from the parent. It's just like, seriously? Because, like, fuck them. Yeah. It's just like, it was, I don't like to be that guy. I'm not a confrontational person like that. Um, but, like, it was continuous, and it's just like, yeah. shut the fuck up. Please. Yeah, you're not gonna let their little jizz monsters ruin your movie. Emily like, and I went and saw I, that. Was that 2012? That Kevin Spacey movie from years and years and years ago. We went and saw that in theaters. K Pax. K Pax. No, 2012. Not Kevin Spacey. Uh, the dude from Say Anything. John Cusack. There you go, Cusack. Oh, okay. uh, we went and saw John Cusack outrun God for two and a half hours, and uh, like three or four rows down, there were these kids who just kept fucking talking. And like they wouldn't shut up, and people were like, "Hey, be quiet!" And like they wouldn't do it. So like finally, I was like, "I'll fucking do this." So I walked down the aisles where they were, and I was like, "Hey, could you guys like be quiet? Like you know, everyone's talking to you, right? Like you're the only people talking. Like you just keep it down." And uh, one of the so there was a dad sitting behind me goes, "I'll handle it." Mm-hmm. It was their dad, and I was just like, "Oh, these your kids?" He goes, "Yeah." I was like, "I don't think you will." And then it was just weird, like this weird like stare off thing. Did you push him into the pool? <laughs> shut up <laughs> no no but i was like i don't think you will man and he's like he's like i will and i was like well how about you do it now instead of will do it now everybody just shut the fuck up then i went and sat back down everybody was quiet but then that guy went and told the uh that guy went and told on me and then i had a person come up to me one of the theater workers like hey we were told that you're being um you're being disruptive and the lady next to me was like Mm-mm, no he ain't it's them motherfuckers down there that's awesome. Yeah. It's like, it's them right there. And like, she was standing up, like pointing to them. It's like, it's them right there. They being loud. Awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you remember? Meanwhile, um, an earthquake's happening and like sp- planes are crashing into fucking mountains. Which, yeah, which is even bonkers. more funny because like, that's a disaster movie and these people are being louder than the disaster. Like, yeah. How do you ruin a disaster movie? I don't know if you guys have seen it, but that movie is fucking absurd. What movie? It's, so, it's so funny 2012? to think about how, how quaint oh, year, yeah. how quaint the year 2012 was compared to the you know ecological geological disasters we're coming up against now. Man, that, that movie really solid that movie uh, inadvertently solidified a bunch of conspiracy nonsense by saying by showing that there were all these places hidden in the mountains for people to go and get away from natural disasters, only for that to be a huge plot point of that film. <laughs> Oh, I liked it. I remember that movie now. Yeah, that it's was not fun. bad. Yeah, we watched it on. It was one of the first Blu-rays I got. We were watching it on Brandon's enormous TV. We yeah. all lived together. We watched it one night. Whatever happened to Joan Cusack? Uh, she does a lot of voice work, I think, for like Disney movies and stuff. Really, I see her in stuff every the, once in a while. She was thing, in. She had a know, recurring character in Shameless. She was over here last week. Oh, damn! Tell her a hi. I, will. I know it's not the last thing she was in. The last thing I remember seeing her in was just as Boy Story uh, Two. No, uh, as as uh, Fester's new wife. Yeah, man, she was hot in that movie, dude. I saw that movie recently. Oh yeah, that was her. Yeah, 
the Black she, Widow. She had them boobers out, boys. Yeah, she sure did, Patrick. Yeah. Well, you guys can talk about shits and buttholes for fucking 45 minutes. But if I, I talk was about, talking about Nick's shit and buttholes. If I talk about a lady's boobers, I'm a villain. Do you remember our uh, our friend we worked with at the video store? I went to high school with him. He, uh, yep. I can't say his name. Uh, nope. He had a coke problem. No, he just no. he would he, he had was, allergies, and he would he wouldn't just snort oh. snot. He would snort snot and then wipe his whole face with his whole hand. Well, he, he just, wasn't he wasn't sniffing. He was blowing. He was exhaling. No, he was sucking. No, snot he was sniffing. Up. Like okay, okay. So sucking. he wasn't using his hand as a handkerchief. No, he had like bad allergies. So. Yeah, but I feel bad for him. My dad does we, that shit. We went to uh, we used to go watch movies a lot, and uh, we went one time, and there were these kids in there, and they started talking, and this was during the trailer, which I feel like is fair game during the trailers. Totally. And he okay, stood up go and it. he goes, he yelled something to the effect of, "If y'all motherfuckers don't knock that off, I will kill you." <laughs> <laughs> he, he threatened to kill them. Uh, yeah, you can't do that in a movie theater now. You guys came it to the stopped. movie. You guys came to the store after that happened, and you were arguing about it as you came into the fucking store. And I was like, "What happened?" And Frith was, and uh, I'll dead that out. Um, and uh, he was just calling. What, what happened? That's yeah, fine. He, you guys came in, and you guys were arguing about it. And I was like, what happened? And then he told me, like, I just started laughing. And you were just kind of like, it was the trailers. You can talk during the trailer. You can talk during the trailer. I understand both perspectives. I do say that, for me personally, trailers, well, there are a handful that I would like to see. But especially yeah. now, that shit's online. You don't have yeah, to man. see. It used to be that. But the if the lights aren't do. out, you can talk. Yeah, Where I mean, are you guys at on trailers even existing in movie theaters anymore? Fucking no. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pointless. I mean, especially because now, like, we're back in my day, it used to just be trailers. It, it, it just used to be trailers. There, there didn't used to be advertisements in the actual trailers themselves. No. Um, in my day, they didn't even show movies. All they showed were trailers. <laughs> they just showed pictures and people yelled over them. <laughs> you had to watch them uphill both ways. I'm just getting real tired of fucking car commercials before movies. Those in fear. <laughs> I'm, I'm sick and tired of, because they're all local commercials. None of the audio is mixed properly. No, God, it's just, dude. Tanya's Mazda. We're giving out holiday specials. Come on in with the kids. Very fun and up. And then, yeah, then the next one you. <laughs> Jory Barton punch job commercial. What, Tristan, what, what Marvel movie do we go see where they showed the, they showed a Jory Barton pawn shop commercial, then they showed a trailer, then they showed the same Jory Barton pawn shop commercial. Ah, oh, fuck. I, I can't remember what it was. They would show these jewelry, jewelry Barton pawn shop, jewelry Barton pawn shop. Price of jewelry, uh, half the price. It's oh, shiny it's diamonds, golden rings, the right <laughs> selection, the finer things. That's right. The song. It's what you want. Jeez. It's what you need. Oh, I remember me and Nick were arguing about like this isn't a song. It doesn't have a formula. Stop treating like they're a tech metal band. I think it's I went, party pawn shop. I think I went to the jewelry barn and pawn shop once. Next to Walgreens. 
next to Logan's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went uh, there one time, and then just realized that oh, this is just a this is just a pawn shop. I, yeah. I'll I'll never come here again. Where's the? I don't remember what department. I went there for, but they were really fucking nice. Did I went there for something. Barn and pawn shop. Were nice? Yeah, I I didn't go there to buy something. Like I needed a favor. I have no fucking idea why. I don't like, remember what it was. Was you it within a, the parameters of buy this, please? It is. You need a guy. That's no, kind of like. That's like the. About? That's the, like the extent of what they they offer is like. <laughs> I want to buy this, or can you please buy this? Hey, you no, come on in. What did I need? Fifty dollar bill in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a bunch of Pawn Stars on vacation, so I like. Hey, you want to buy? Or you try to sell it? Or you try to pawn it? Come here. I got a fifty dollar bill in the back. I I used to love the idea of like I. To the point where, like, I wouldn't mind trying to revisit that again, but like going, trying, trying to find deals and like go to auction houses and go to yard sales or whatever, you know. Be just, careful to find out, find yourself driving through a, a record setting torrential downpour to get some fucking Barbies for your gay dad. Yeah. You might end up in a deal pickle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn. That's good. That's really That's good. good. You guys want to wrap this up? It's about that time, and that's killer. That's good. That's yeah. done. Let's just writing that deal pickle. <laughs> mm, deal. I am so proud of myself. I did so good. Oh, that's really you came good. in. You came in hot. All right, boys. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> Night oh, riders. Uh, oh, yep. Tristan, real quick. Just, I'm gonna just gonna ask if you were going to. Uh, you'd seen the trailer for Cult of the Lamb. Did you, did you like it? I did. That looks fun. And nice. I like the farming simulator aspect of it. And you know I love the occult. And I like startups. So I figured that that would be like the the dungeon crawling would be what <laughs> do you like that, Patrick? It's just such a it's just such a fucking ridiculous statement. I like farming simulators, and you know I also love startups. <laughs> Like, I don't know why that hit me. I don't know why. Because it's you, and that's probably genuine. Because it's true. It's, yeah, you are an early adopter of technology that doesn't work out. Because you've had a netbook for a while. Well, I've I've helped. Uh, I, I did a startup company. I worked for a startup company. I technically work for a startup now. Um, well, now if I figure you. that of all the things that uh, you would like about it, it would be the farming and the... The cult aspect, like no, the, it's supporting a small business. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but good. Tell me what you think whenever you start it. Yeah, I will. I'm gonna check it out on Steam. Sorry, this week's sponsor, Steam. Type in the code okay. "Come for Life." That's C U M, the number four life, L Y F E. You get fifteen percent added to your shipping <laughs> of your of your digital delivery on Steam.com. A lot of people do coupons. We call them poupons because they actually add money to the total. They're shit. Uh, Night Riders and Broom Boys unite and witness us. Born ugly, raised stupid. We give you permission. Recording stopped. Ten years of casting. Dreaming about detectives Learning about our bodies with everyone
questions, giving worse advice, talking shit about shit that everyone likes, cause we are through being cool, I hope you're not through Discovery.